Hi, welcome to Diary of a Sex Therapist. My name is Elizabeth Akwenli and this is my diary you're listening to. On this platform, my goal is to be spiritual, be smart and be sexy. A lot of times we talk about personality and go, this is the way I am. If you don't like it, hey, the drama. <laughs> we make it sound like personality is this rigid structure, you know, you have access to for the next hundred years and it is that way or no way that's how it is it's fixed but your personality is not a thing set in stone there's a very popular argument about how we become who we became or how yes how was the journey of becoming for a lot of humans and the argument is always between nature or nurture nature nurture nature means this is how this thing is it is the nature of plants to bend towards where the sunlight comes from that's their nature they follow the light that's the nature of plants it is the nature of living things to reproduce it's the nature of living things and um i don't know how you were taught about living things but i know when we're growing up we had mr niger d which was movement, respiration, and the rest of them. Those are natural aspects. Those are natural responses of living things. That's nature. Now, when we talk about nurture, we talk about how we raise something. The environment we raise it in, the way it is handled, the way it is cared for or not cared for, the way it is abandoned, in terms of yes you hear things like um separation anxiety in kids and all the rest the way we handle those things now nature brings them but the way we handle them is called nurture quite a number of children are inquisitive and when i say inquisitive they can make your phd look like rags with the kind of questions they ask you curiosity is interesting Curiosity is a sign of learning. But what nurture can do to your curiosity is kill it or grow it. I'll explain. If you grew up in certain environments in Nigeria, for example, every time you ask an adult question, you hear things like, Shut up. Am I a mate? Keep quiet, Jerry. All these adult children will be asking adult questions. Hell you will lose the capacity to be inquisitive when you stay in those kind of environments. Whereas there are other environments where when a child asks questions, they are tired, but because of a certain measure of exposure, they are accepting of the child's question. What happens is that person grows up being very inquisitive, very curious, and they might end up being very creative because in asking questions and looking for alternate solutions, creativity manifests itself. If you put people who come from these different environments together, you will find out the person who is more curious, in quotes, tends to thrive more. That is not a question of nature. What happened is nurture has tampered with them. The way they were nurtured has tampered with them. And so when you say this is my person, is it your person as your nature or your person as the way you were nurtured? 
when you say i cannot apologize this is how i talk i am just brutally honest uh sorry that's not the way you were born that's something you learned that's something you were taught the same way fear is taught we weren't born with this measure of fear and anxiety we manifest it was learned as a child you had no need for money in quote someone taught you to like money every time visitors came around for christmas i don't know if they do it in your country but they do it in mine every time visitors came around for christmas they'll give you what is called christmas money and so because people give you money over and over and by when i mean money i mean cash paper money yeah they give you money over and over again you begin to see the different denominations okay this is higher if i take 10 naira, i can buy 10 biscuits i can buy one biscuit if i take 100 naira, i can buy 10 biscuits so what they've done is oh wow they've given you value and reason why you should like money but prior to when you started having money prior to when you started buying anything you didn't need money now as an adult when you think about money, you think about freedom to buy what you want. So if you don't have money, you get scared. See, you learned it. You weren't born with it. I'm going through these different explanations to see when we talk about personality as to being extroverted or being introverted. Part of it is nature, but part of it is also nurture. Some of us became introverted. And when I mean introverted right now, in this very sentence, I mean silent not voicing your opinion being withdrawn being avoidant of social situations for many of us it might not be nature we might not have been reserved as kids someone might have shut us up into silence environments might have shut us up into silence and now we've held it as an identity We've become so rigid that we are not allowing ourselves to explore the life we could possibly have. Some of you listening to me right now have courses you could be teaching, but you feel like, eh, I don't like to talk to people. Then pre-record it and let people listen to you. That's what I'm doing right now. And I'm very extroverted. I can't just sit down inside the house. What's your problem? And so because you can't sit down by yourself, you've gotten yourself into toxic relationships. You have friends who are inducing trauma in your life. You have people who are body shaming you. You have people who are disrespectful. You are attaching yourself to narcissistic people because you can't be by yourself and you're blaming it on personality. But personality is not at fault here. Your decisions are. If you're naturally introverted, by all means, enjoy it. But if you are naturally introverted, it means if you have something to say, you will say it. If you have somewhere to be at, you will be there. You will not shut up because there's someone across the room who you think is smarter than you. That's not introversion. That's being intimidated. If you are introverted and you just like your quiet space, you recharge better when you're quiet. That's different from swallowing your voice for other people. And I'm going to use a personal story because after all, this is my diary. 2019, I lost my dad to a car accident. The driver was over speeding and texting on a bad road. They crashed into something and that's how my dad died. He died on impact. Months down the line, I lost my relationship. This was me who was saying I was not going to date until I had healed from a certain blah, blah, blah. That story for probably the next podcast or the one after that anyway. And so I finally 
came to that point where I felt, oh, I think I'm ready to date. Um, I think I'm ready to be a blessing to somebody. I think I'm ready to love someone. And it was true. By the time I did get into that relationship, I remembered sending him a note one day that says, my love for you has no point of reference. There is no ex I'm comparing you to. There's no trauma I'm comparing you to. You are just you for me. Do you understand? And now that kind of relationship crashes. Oh, wow. And this was just <laughs> barely... I think it was a week after my birthday and I had lost my dad in March. So like six months apart, I was losing a relationship and an important person to me. I went from being 47. Yeah, there were these online personality tests I used to take just for fun. I can't say they were completely accurate, but they were not completely wrong either. I remember one of them used to show my result to be 47% introverted, 53% extroverted. So around that period, I was on stage, not a lot, but I was still on stage. I was on stage, I was speaking, I was teaching, I was comfortable with having my physical events. This was even after my dad died, I was still partly out there after my dad died. It was like I was managing my dad's death, especially knowing I have someone who was like a source of comfort. So don't misinterpret that. So I was still on stage, I was having fun, I was still teaching. The days when I'm weak, where I feel too depressed to work, I was lying down. I wasn't really sobbing after my dad died. I didn't really cry. I think my dad's death was more of an inter... I don't know how the pain expressed itself. I just know I kept getting slimmer. My appetite was fluctuating back and forth, which seems to almost be regular anyway. But I was fairly useful. At least, I was, I was fairly useful. Except my relationship happened also, and it was like the former grief was looking for something to trigger all the pain inside my chest and it was something else entirely. I went from 40% battery life for whatever was left after my dad died, I crashed to zero. I stopped wanting to go outside. Literally, there were weeks where I hadn't gone out for five days, seven days. I hadn't seen sunlight. My window was high. The house I was staying at at the time, my window was quite high. If I should bring down the curtain or something, my room would just be completely dark. I was living in a dark room like a photograph. By the time I checked my introversion again, I had gone to 70 something percent. When I began to know, okay, this is becoming a real problem, was when Johnny Drill came to Abuja. I had tickets. My friend had bought the ticket and said, Oh, Lisa, I'm not going. Would you go for this event? If you're not going, can we sell the ticket? I didn't even want to talk to anyone enough to even market the ticket. I was lying down on the rug in my sitting room doing nothing. I just didn't want to go anywhere. You think that was my personality? That was not my personality. That was pain. That was pain expressed. What many of us are calling personality is trauma expressed. What you're calling personality is pain, is grief, is child neglect, is abuse expressed. Some of us are dealing with being abandoned by parents, by romantic partners. Some of us are dealing with breakups. Some of us are dealing with death of a loved one. Some of us are dealing with all forms of things. And we are hiding it under personality. But that's not what it is. What you are expressing is your environment. It's not nature. So if you are going to come out of where you are, that dark place, this 
moody place where you're constantly having mood swings this place where your relationship is never working oh by the way if your relationship is not working and you're a single person and you can't seem to figure it out i think it would be great for you to listen to the course single and ready to mingle it's on the website at www.ministerliza.xyz it's also on the office website www.lizaexpress.com what many of us need to do is heal if you heal from your trauma if you heal from that breakup you will realize you are a more exciting person to be around if you actually decide to heal from that bad marriage your parents had because you keep telling yourself it doesn't matter it's my parents marriage but it's affecting you it's affecting your perception of people it's affecting your opinion about love and the after effect is that you are a lonely person who puts on the clout of being lousy who puts on the i don't care attitude but the truth is you care you are just afraid of being hurt you're afraid of duplicating your parents marriage it's not personality it's pain so address it address your pain address your grief address it you know you know it that you have daddy issues that's the problem you have mommy issues that's the problem a parent abandoned you a parent didn't do what they were supposed to do for you and now you're jumping from man to man or from woman to woman looking for someone to fill that void for some of us is the way they made us feel about our body i remembered someone really close to me when i was a teenager said to me you don't even have the body that can seduce a man i was shocked like i wasn't trying to seduce a man i was just trying to take my bath where did that conversation come from but it's talk. For many of us, people have said nasty things to us. People have made us believe we are not worthy, we are not enough. It could be an ex, it could be a parent, it could be a friend, it could be whatever. Those words have conditioned us, those environments have conditioned us. And now we think it's our personality. No, your personality, what you express in terms of extroversion, introversion, and all the other sides that are apart from nature. Is just expressing the life you're going through, the experiences you are in, the environment you find yourself, the things you're listening to, the information you're consuming. So address your pain. Friends, address your pain. Address your grief. Address your hurt. If you're going through grief right now, if you can afford a grief therapist, please get one. If you're going through a breakup, go to a therapist, see a counselor. If you had a traumatic childhood, go see a therapist, see someone. And I'm going to talk about this in a session where I talk about how abuse rewrites us. That should be unit one of a course, one of my courses. Hearts rewrite us. And the sooner we admit it and address it, the better for all of us. If I can, I will share that unit of the course with us. On Yes, it is in the course Healing Any Day. Healing Any Day. The first module was an acknowledgement. And in acknowledgement, we deal with how abuse and hurt rewrite us. Until next week, dear friend, stay whole, stay fine, be spiritual, be smart, be sexy. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Like my page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Minister Lisa. Minister Lisa. And check out my website at www.ministerliza.xyz. Bye.